0: Welcome to The Light of the Lioness Show. I am your host, Felicia, aka The Lioness, and I am so excited that you have joined me on today. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to The Light of the Lioness Show. I am your host, Felicia. This is episode seven, Reset. Have you considered the cost? And I just want you all to know that I have I had to revamp this entire episode upon the passing of two of our two civil right icons uh passed on the same day this past Friday CT Vivian at the age of 95 and representative John Lewis out of Georgia at the age of 80 y'all on the same day. Um and so the word was already sacrifice and um just upon hearing and and just reading all of the posts and and watching the news and seeing their lives unfold. Man, it just gives, it, it gave me such an appreciation. Um, I had tears in my eyes when you look at the sacrifice that these men and so many men and women alike took so that we, many of us could have some of the, um, some of the changes that we get to experience today. So I wanted to, I'm dedicating this episode to both of those um, civil rights icons. And I really just wanted you to consider, just ask you, have you considered the cost, what you will have to sacrifice when we're talking about purpose and what we're seeing God do in the midst of this reset, how he is going to challenge all of us to think of and to be a part of uh, something that's greater than ourselves. Okay. So I wanted to start off. I think I heard this on the Oprah Winfrey show years ago, but I'm not completely sure um, so don't quote me on this but this question or this yeah this question has always stood in the front and the back of my mind when I think of my dreams and when I think of purpose. I remember her stating that before you write out your dreams for your life, you need to really write out what you're willing to sacrifice for those dreams. And I got chills when she said that because we jump so into what it's going to look like, how it's going to be, how our family and our friends are going to be flowing with us, you know, when we have everything together and on top of the world. But rarely do you hear people talking about the sacrifice that it takes, the processes that we go through when we're trying to achieve our purpose. I just wrote out five sacrifices that I think you should consider. We all must consider in fulfilling what God has called us to be. I know I've shared with you the time that I know I started getting serious about God and his purpose in my life. And um, all of that, and over the years, I have watched how my life didn't necessarily line up with other people my age. Um, now, I never wanted to get married. I will say that in begin twenties, I definitely wasn't thinking about. It. In my thirties, um, <laughs> I think I prayed one time. I think I told God I might want to, but I'm not completely sure. That was my attitude on it. So I'm not really one that was just so gung ho. Oh my God, I got to get married. I got to do this and I got to do that. But I know a lot of women and I'm sure, you know, a lot of women and, and men um, who have it all laid out. I'm going to do this at this age. I'm going to do this at this age. I'm going to have 2.5 children and a dog or a cat at this age and da, 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 da. And for a lot of people that may come true and that may happen. But I am here to tell you as someone who honestly sat down and just told God, yes, I want to, I need to know who you are. I want to grow in who you are. I need to know if you're real and above all else, I must be in my purpose. That is what drives me. That is my heartbeat. Um, a lot of people, you know, about to die and pass out fasting and and everything else if they don't if they aren't if they aren't connected to someone, if they aren't in a relationship, that's just not my story, that's just not my heart. It's not that it's not a desire, it's just not my top priority as far as what makes me cry, what hurts me, what brings me joy. Okay. So I think that everyone's list may look a little different, and if that is something that you You have always and strongly desire. Please don't take that personal. I'm not attacking you. But our families and our friends and our home lives, those are supplements. Who and what God has called you to do and to be will forever be with you. I don't care if you try to run from it. I don't care if you end up getting incarcerated. You will just have a unique um, prison ministry. Seriously, your purpose doesn't change. So let's start off with the sacrifices that you most definitely will have to. You're going to have to adjust some things. Number one, your time. And this kind of goes to what I was just explaining about um, telling God, yes. And starting to get serious. I remember sitting up at church listening to a sermon about purpose, and of all the years. I had attended church. It was that moment when something just clicked inside of me um, that I have to be in my purpose. I got to find out what this thing is. And it's so hilarious because my my fam- some of my family members and some of my friends, that is my nickname, purpose, because I'm always talking about purpose and destiny and giftings and talents. And we're all unique. We're all different. There are no two people alike. That has been my speech for a very long time. So when we're looking at Your time, what is it going to take? That means in order for you to know who God is, in order for you to build that relationship, at some point, you are going to have to sacrifice time that maybe you could have been watching TV. You could have been watching the game, although right now you have no excuse because there are no sports playing. (laughs) They are all on hiatus because of this virus. So what what are you willing to sacrifice um, are you willing to sacrifice your time? Are you willing to get up 30 minutes or an hour early just to to sit in, in God's presence and talk to him and allow him to speak to your spirit, allow him to order your day, allow him to order and to set your time and to align it with what God in heaven is saying for your life uh, for right now, for next week, for this year, your time is valuable. I can't stress that enough. And sometimes we, we get very distracted with social media. We're distracted with the telephone. We're distracted with even our families and even our friends and just some things, some activities that maybe you could have been putting your mind and your heart into learning a new trade and to learning and growing a little bit more in the direction that he's taking you. So pay very close attention to your time and ask yourself, am I willing to give up ABCD in a day, in a week, to where I can learn and be growing into what God has purposed me to be? Am I at that level? Is is that where my heart is? Okay, so that's your time. Number two, your will. This is a huge one. There are people that from the time they are five and eight years old, they know exactly what they will be doing when they grow up. And then there are some of us, uh, I know like myself who who changed her major two or three times, wasn't sure what exactly I wanted to do because I, I had so many interests and not to brag, but I really can do a, a, a couple of different things. And so when you don't, when you have more, When you have more than one thing that you can do, you can easily get caught up in just what you're good at and become stuck and stagnant in that one thing. You're great with numbers. So, everyone encouraged you to become an engineer. And God, you know, may just have you understanding and and, and grasping numbers for an entirely different purpose. Entirely different. So, you can't always just go off of what you know you're really, really, really good at. I have been in administration. Most of my life, and this whole media piece has truly taken me taken me by storm. If I'm being completely honest with you, I have never got up out the bed and was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't wait to be a writer! I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to post on social media! I can't wait to come up with all of these little quotes and words of the day." Those things came in. As I continue to seek God for what he wanted me to do with my life. I don't have people in media in my family that I'm aware of. Um, So it wasn't like I could just go to this person and that person, you know, and just be like, well, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? Your will meaning your way, how you want it done, could be more than likely is going to be somewhat different from how, when, and how God moves in your life and his will for your life. Now, they can line up and possibly be in the same field But how you will actually go about um, fulfilling his will for your life, you will most definitely have to be stripped down from all concept of how you believe it's going to happen. And most one of the most important things when you believe it's going to happen, he has to strip you of that. I'll say this because one of the reasons is because there can't be any other reason or sometimes even person as that will get the glory of how he's going to move in your life. And as you are partnering with him, as I sit up and talk about destiny, as I talk about purpose, as I put up the quotes in the words of the day, that is honestly me sitting with him daily and gleaming from him. Um, One of my favorite questions, and I got this from uh, an author and prophet named Lena Bowser, V-A-W-S-E-R, in one of her books. And I'll post that on the resource page for this for this particular episode. But I I thought this was so beautiful when she's talking in the book about how how to build that relationship with God and and how to get before him and understand who and what he really is. And the question she says she always starts with is, God, what's on your heart today? And I thought that was so beautiful to not go into prayer asking God for money, my sick mother or children, or I'm not feeling well, but God, what is on your heart today? And as I started doing that, it shifted my energy entire perspective and even my will to where I was more concerned about his will, how he sees the world. God, what's on your heart today about COVID-19? What's on your heart today about how we are taking care of each other or we're not? What's on your heart today about what's really going on behind the scenes that most people don't get to see. When you start aligning yourself up to find out what's on God's heart, it will shift your entire perspective. Your eyes will start to see things in an entirely different and new way. Um, And that's my prayer for everyone listening now that God gives you the eyes to see. The ears to hear and truly an open heart to receive not only the blessings, but just that his heart. What bothers God to where what bothers God bothers you. What makes God happy makes you happy. What hurts God's heart hurts you. That's the relationship part um, that it will take. And a lot of these sacrifices, you really won't even you won't necessarily realize what well, it depends on the, the sacrifice. So I won't say that. Um, OK, number three. Your personal desires. And I'm talking about, you know, like the marriage, the kids, the dream job and all of this. You may have to put these things on hold. I don't remember a single disciple. And you can put it in the comment section if you know more than I do on this. Who um told God, who told Jesus when he was walking the earth. Yo, I got, I got to get, I got to get back to my old lady. I got, I got to get back to the, to the crib, you know, and, and handle these kids. Not saying that you're calling um, will mean that you will negate your family. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that there is a seemingly, there is an emphasis in the Bible on men and women who took, who were willing to sacrifice and do and be what God called them to do in conjunction with having a family. Okay. So to my singles, I'm really probably more talking to you along the lines of your personal desires. And um, I have, a, I know a couple of people, Who are single, you know, past the the 25 mark, past the 35 mark, past the 40 year mark. Um, I'm 42, but I've never worried about if and when that was going to happen because I've never felt like marriage was meant to be my entire life. Um, as a lot of people, I think, make it to be, marriage and the kids, you know, the kids are gonna grow up one day and leave and then what will you have? So we have to be very careful that we don't lose who we truly are just because, watch this, we're sacrificing for our family. We're sacrificing for our kids. Again, your purpose, your purpose will never leave you. You know, and I've even known people who got married to run from their purpose. That's not an avenue that I suggest you take. I think it's best for you to sacrifice at so whatever stage you are in life but especially if you're single um, because that's really the best time that you need to that you're spending discovering who God has created you to be knowing your likes and your dislikes yes um, but also being healed. God has to correct some things you know that we learn from childhood no family is perfect and you just want to be as whole by the time you do meet that person. So my greatest advice on that one is don't allow your desires to outweigh the sacrifices God is calling you um, to in order for you to fulfill your purpose. That's my advice on that. And, and personal desires, even with families. I know some families um, with children, they are gone every weekend. Running to this, running to that. I grew up in a household like that. I was that one of those kids that had games, you know, every week on the weekend, summertime, AAU. I was one of those kids that was that would have, you know, sports and activities all the time. Uh, I grew up in a family that loved sports and competitions and challenges. And that's important. Don't get me wrong. But again, as a family, you must set aside time for God and for what and how he wants you to be flowing. And we learn that as children from our parents. So when we don't learn about that, when we don't learn about the Sabbath day and everyone is just working seven days a week, we're kind of, we're breaking um, one of God's commandments. And that's something that's going to have to be corrected when we become adults and an adjustment that will have to be made when we become adults. Okay, Um, number four, your personal finances. This is one of the ways you'll know kind of where you are. I say finances and time are usually great places for you to really be honest with yourself and how much you really trust God right now. If you aren't where you want to be financially today, but you're right where God wants you to be, would you sacrifice more time to go out and seek other avenues, possibly being stretched and not fulfilling what he's called and told you to do because you're distracted and tired, because you have all of these areas that your hands are in because you want to be at a certain place financially, that's something to really think about and consider. There may be a season or two Or five, where you're not exactly where you want to be financially, but you're exactly where God wants you to be with your purpose and with what he has planned. It it doesn't take God but a second to flip a switch and everything changes suddenly. So, um, and I'm not by any means telling you not to seek opportunities. What I am saying is, are the extra opportunities keeping you from doing specifically what he has told you to do? That's the question. Because the world teaches, you know, you sacrifice today. And yes, we're supposed to live within our means. I'm not talking about that though. I'm specifically speaking about if you had an opportunity today for more income, but it took you out of the framework that God, you knew God had specifically set you up in and for today, would you take it? And I'll just leave number four with that question. Number five, your reputation. On this one, I'm specifically talking about The persecution that is actually going to come because you are sacrificing, because you are not like everybody else and everyone isn't going to understand that Um, your character will be attacked. But would you still be willing to sacrifice all of that for the purpose that God has placed on your life? That's my question with your reputation. You know, are, are you more concerned with what the your, your classmates will say when you go back for the reunion? You may not be as advanced in your career as some of the other ones are. You know, are you going to be able to handle the ridicule of that when others are out doing A, B, C, D and you're at home uh, <laughs> praying or writing or singing or playing an instrument or whatever God has told you to be doing in this season? Are you willing to deal with the backlash that comes with that. Because what I just described, that is honestly the minority. It is not the majority. The world teaches you do this and you do that to be seen, to be heard. And God is like, I have you I've already laid out your boot camp. I know what seasons your life needs to be in at every stage, at every age. I know what needs to be stripped from you. I know what I need to pour into you, but I need you to sacrifice and be willing to spend that time and dedicate your life to me. That's what that is. So your reputation is a big thing that you will have to consider. And I have found that for people who really, you know, care about their name as we all should. That would kind of make us draw back if we're not paying attention and understanding that we're not sacrificing to look good in front of the world or in front of mom and dad or in front of our friends. We're sacrificing because God has called us to because we want and need to grow closer to him for what is ahead. I was reading up on C.T. Vivian and read that he was arrested more times than he could even remember um, and had suffered so many beatings and was almost killed during a peaceful protest on a segregated beach in Florida. And then I was reading about John Lewis and how he had been arrested. I know no less than 45 times. That's reputation. That's persecution. And there are some right now that God is raising up to be activists and advocates for people that have no voice. And it's going to require so many selfless days and nights where you will be putting your heart and possibly your life on the line. So the reason it's so important to be aligned with I'm, I'm speaking about this because I need you to understand the importance of being aligned and I'll leave it at that. So I just wanted to reiterate for this week the importance of I just wanted you to take a hard look at your life. And purpose, where you are right now in this moment, where you work, where you go to school or not, whatever your situation is. I just want you to take a hard look at your life and purpose in the midst of everything that is going on right now. I'm watching as people fight and fuss about wearing a mask when well, we have so many greater things to be fighting about and to be standing up for. Just mar- marinate on that for a minute. <laughs> um, and I leave you with this quote from Representative John Lewis, you cannot be afraid to speak up and speak out for what you believe. You have to have the courage, raw courage. I leave you with that because going along with the sacrifice, I need you to understand that part of the journey will not be easy. Part of it, you will walk alone. I'm sorry, part of it, you will feel As if you're walking alone, Um, because some of the people you used to kick it with or hang with, they just haven't caught on the revelation to where you are, um, to where God is taking you right now. And that's okay. He'll send you more people who are flowing right along with where you are in your journey at this time. And you will just keep praying in your friends, your family members, those people who you've always kicked it with, who just really aren't ready to change right now. Okay, that's a sacrifice. I should have put that up there. Your relationships. That's a huge sacrifice. But it doesn't mean you get on social media and start calling everybody toxic, you know, because you've seen the light. Like I said, you simply going to pray them up, pray that they have an open heart and open ears to flow into what God has called them to do just as you've made that decision. Okay, so. Our lives are not our own. And if we can just remember that the fire that God has placed within each of us will be the flame that ignites our path so that those that come after us can see God's light in the midst of every darkness within this world. This is what those before us have paved. And this is what we must be willing to sacrifice for the next generations to come. What are you willing to sacrifice? And I leave you with that join me next week as I answer some questions about purpose that I have just received over a period of time from people who are single to people who are married. I'm going to start dedicating some of these segments to questions that I get that you may be thinking of and they may possibly help you. Okay, have a wonderful and beautiful week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.